Today on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues have a five-game point streak for the first time in well over a month after they beat the Arizona Coyotes 5-1 to one in extremely convincing fashion. So we're going to spend a little bit of time recapping that game. And the Blues have a record-setting number of 20 goal scorers. They have seven, which sets a couple records for the Blues and is first in the NHL. So second half of this episode, we're going to be talking about who might come out on top of the goal scoring race and then also who might come out on top of the points race because both are very very tightly contested for the st louis blues with about 20 or so games left in the season action-packed episode make sure you stay tuned you're locked on blues your daily podcast on the st louis blues part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Lockdown Blues Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and I'm joined by my equally as relieved co-host, Thomas Welch, as for the first time in a long time, we have a fully positive episode. No complaints, no, no, but what if this, nothing, pure positivity, from right now until the end of the episode, because the Blues have a five-game point streak for the first time since, like I said, since late February. It was the last time they did that. They have won four of their last five, including getting a uh, point in overtime in their one loss in a game that they had no business getting a point in. So, best stretch of hockey the Blues have had in a very, very long time. We're going to be covering it all on today's episode, plus talking about the multitude of 20 goal scorers and the ever-changing goal and point race for the Blues. Lots of fun stuff. want to thank everyone out there for making Lockdown Blues your first listen, making us part of your daily routine because we are free and available on all podcast platforms. All right, Tommy. So, real quick, you know, we do get to talk about this game, but we have so, so much to go over. Biggest storyline for me, I talked a lot in my solo episode about how the Blues have a tendency to play down to their competition and how a good sign would be if they went out and just mopped the floor with the Arizona Coyotes. And they did exactly that. Not only did they score a ton of goals, which we know that they do, but they also didn't allow a ton of goals, which is something that they'd even struggled to do even during this this point streak. So zero complaints, legitimately zero complaints from last night's game. Yeah, and I think uh, Bernie said on the on the broadcast that 10 of the players on the Arizona Coyotes started the season in the AHL. Um, so if you had any complaints, I think that would be the one that the Blues went out and took care of business against an AHL roster. But that being said, like you said, Josh, that's something that they've struggled with all season long. It's playing down to their competition. Um, we had the whole debacle about the comments after the game, the Blues coming out with arrogance against teams. I don't know. I think there's a difference between arrogance and confidence. A lot of people talk about that with uh, guys being DBs and acting like tools, but it's, it kind of translates to hockey too. And I feel like the Blues came out as a confident team as opposed to an arrogant team. Uh, and they enforced their will on the Arizona Coyotes. And I think that's what you have to do against those bottom feeder teams that um, you get up two goals on them, three goals on them, and you kind of break their will and they're not going to come crawling back. And it's pretty much exactly what happened with the Coyotes. The Blues looked great. Like, like they controlled the game the entire time. I never felt like, oh, this this period's out of hand or like this team is going downhill. I could definitely see like the Coyotes coming back. I was never really in doubt for me. And uh, um, this, we got another stretch against the Seattle Kraken, who has also had a very uh, down year. It's an expansion team. So what are you going to do? But um, 
yeah, the, the Blues have an opportunity again to go out and force their will and show that, hey, we are a step well above both of these teams. Uh, so I expect them to do so and ride the high off of the 5-1 win against the Yeah, absolutely. Titans. I mean, lots to talk about uh, with that 5-1 win. And in this second segment, we're going to be talking about the, the goal-scoring race of the St. Louis Blues and the fact that they have seven 20-goal scorers on the roster, which leads the NHL and also is the first time the Blues have had seven or more 20-goal scorers since 1984-85 season. So the first time in uh, like almost 40 years that this has been done, and oh yeah, there's two other guys on the roster that might join them in Robert Thomas and Ryan O'Reilly. So there's also four players right now that are near point per game, and that hasn't happened in a full blue season since Pavel Dimitra. For one player. For one Much player. Much less four. Exactly. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it has never happened ever with four players in the history of the St. Louis Blues. And I mean, let's. I think we should start with the goals race, because I think that'll kind of tie into the points race that we talk about later. But it was on full display last night. Um, Pavel Buchnevich and Vladimir Tarasenko were right there neck and neck. I believe they were tied entering the night. Buchnevich got his first goal to put give him the lead, and then Tarasenko followed that up with two goals of him, his own to reclaim the lead and leapfrog over uh, Pavel Buchnevich. So full display last night. Now, just for clarification's sake, these seven 20-goal scorers on the St. Louis Blues are Tarasenko with 25, Buchnevich with 24, Perron with 23, Cairo and Barbashev with 22 apiece, Braden Shen and Brandon Saad with 20 apiece. Now, in this second segment, I'm going to ask the question to you and all of our listeners, who the heck is going to come in first in that race? There are seven guys Plus, you could argue O'Reilly if he gets hot, and heck, even Robert Thomas if he continues to score at this torrid pace. So anywhere from seven to nine guys that could, in in some sort of scenario, finish the season in first in goals for the St. Louis Blues. And it's probably an impossible question to answer, you know. So I'm going to ask you that question, Tommy, when we get into this second segment, and then, you know, I'll I'll leave a comment for you guys in the YouTube comments as well. There's going to be a lot of debate, a lot of us either looking really smart or really silly with these predictions in this second segment. So before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about our good friends over at Bet Online, which perfect time to bring that up. If you guys think Ryan O'Reilly might go on that hot streak and score like 15 goals over the next 20 games and finish in first for the Blues sc- sc- uh, scoring total, put your money where your mouth is. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Champions odds, podcast interviews for all the different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Check out BetOnline.net, where the game starts, and we'll be right back. All right, Tommy. So there are seven players on the St. Louis Blues currently with at least 20 goals. There are also two on the brink of it. Robert Thomas has 15 and Ryan O'Reilly has 16, so they have 20 games left to get four goals and five goals, respectively. So there are there are nine players within nine goals of each other over the next 20 games. Obviously, the top two horses are Pavel Buchnevich and Vladimir Tarasenko at 24 and 25. But realistically, any one of those guys with the right stretch of hot play could finish in first in goal scoring for the St. Louis Blues. Now, I want your pick right now. Who will lead the Blues in goal scoring when the season ends in a few weeks and why? Vladimir Tarasenko. 
He's been hot all season long. He's had a chip on his shoulder and wants to go out and prove to this team and the entire NHL that he can still be a lethal force and an elite player uh, in the league. And he's done that consistently throughout this season. Uh, he's hit some hot and cold streaks, but for the most part, he's been scalding hot. Um, and having a line mate that's been an absolute world beater recently, in the month of March at least, and continued that excellence uh, in the last game and the month of April in Robert Thomas, I think that's going to pay dividends for him. Having, um, by some accounts, according to Jay Fresh on Twitter, uh, the analytics guy, top five playmaker in the league, Robert Thomas we'll on his line. Later. Yes. Uh, the Robert Thomas on his line, feeding him passes. It looks like they've established some brilliant chemistry, finding him with eyes in the back of his head consistently. Uh, I think Vladimir Tarasenko tops it at the end of the season, but I think it's going to be a close race. Yeah, I think it's going to be a close race. And honestly, before we even launch into this segment, I had my pick and fortunately it was different from yours. Now, I don't think it's going to be Ivan Barbashev, unfortunately. I think he's cooled off a little bit. I still think he's had a spectacular season by his standards. And for that same reason, I don't think it's going to be Jordan Cairo. I think his his hottest stretch of the season is behind him. He still continued to play consistent and play well. But he does have 40 assists anyway. So he's been more of a playmaker, surprisingly, uh, than he has been a goal scorer this season. Um, I think it's going to be Pavel Buchnevich. I think Pavel Buchnevich has been the consistent best forward on the Blues this season. You know you know what you're getting out of him every game. Vladimir Tarasenko is a streaky scorer who's on a hot streak right now. Now, if trends are, are accurate, he's due for five or so games where he goes quiet, at least from the goal side of things. Pavel Buchnevich hasn't had that this year. He scores in bunches sometimes, but you know every few games, he'll put one in the back of the net. Tarasenko might have a couple hat tricks between now and the end of the season, but they're within one goal of each other. I think Pavel Buchnevich will be slightly more consistent with the goal scoring throughout the end of the year. I think it's really going to come down to one or two goals, not just between the two of them, but between you know the rest of the guys as well. If Braden Shen gets hot like we know he can, if David Perron stays hot like we know he is, I think you said, Tommy, that he's number one, uh, or number four, sorry, in goal scoring since what? The All-Star break? Is that what February it is? February 27th. February, okay. So close to the All-Star break. Since February 27th, David Perron is fourth in goal scoring, uh, only behind Austin Matthews, Leon Dreisaitl, and... Kaprizov. Kirill Kaprizov. So not a list you would expect to see David Perron in fourth in. So who knows? I think there's a legitimate argument for any of those 720 goal scorers. And you could even pull my leg and say Ryan O'Reilly's going to go on the hottest stretch of his career. And, and lead the, the team in goals. And that could even be a correct take. It's I really think it's going to be this close the rest of the season. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Maybe we'll have to, uh, maybe we'll have to get like a, a running count on, uh, on our Twitter or something of what our, our, our listeners think and give out some sort of surprise at the end. If they guess that like, would be sweet. Who comes in, yeah, we could who comes in first sure. and how, who comes in first and how many goals do they score? Maybe a little, little fun little uh, contest we could run, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a hot contested race and it's been the blues biggest strength all season is goal scoring. And it's not like they're the Edmonton Oilers where they're getting, you know, they're going to get 60 goals from Leon Dreisaitl and 50 from Connor McDavid or something like that. They've got seven guys combining for over 160 goals up until this point. Now, do you think that this depth scoring with the way that the Blues are playing right now is enough to carry them deep into the playoffs? Before we get into the points race, I, we got to talk about just the goals. Do you think having seven twenty goal scorers, maybe eight, maybe nine, can win you a Stanley Cup regardless of defense and goaltending? Well, Josh, I know a lot of people 
when they think of that 2019 cup run, they think of Jordan Bennington right as the knee-jerk reaction. I mean, the dude stole that game seven by all accounts. Uh, and so he played a big part of that. The fourth line absolutely played a big part of that in the matchups that, that Craig Berube could run against putting a fourth line against a top line. I mean, that's solid for any coach and it's, it's heaven for him. But, um, I think another thing that played a large factor in that Stanley Cup run was the Blues had like 11 or 12 or 13 players that had more than 10 goals on the team. And so obviously they don't have that now, but what they do have is, is almost similar and some would say even better is seven dudes that have 20 goals which is just right insane. now they have nine nine guys with at least 10 krug with eight falk with nine so they're gonna be nathan walker with seven right. they're gonna be right up there exactly and i think that was a big thing for that team was the reason that they had so many 10 goal scores was because they had the defense jumping in the plays a lot and i think now with the defense that they have you can't really afford to do that as much because they get caught out of position it's uh, it's a nightmare scenario. But that being said, the forwards have picked it up, like you said, and like 20 goals for seven guys is nothing to sneeze at, regardless of how the Blues enter the playoffs, regardless of how uh, the goalies are playing, regardless of how bad we've how badly we've talked about the defense this entire season. Like that is a lethal force for any team to try and defend. Uh, so I think I do think if the stars align, if the defense plays like they did against Arizona and they're transitioning pucks out of the zone easily if Billy Huso's playing like he has for the majority of the season and the Blues offense comes out four lines deep and they're all rolling I could definitely see a scenario where the Blues come away with another Stanley Cup wow and you know what a big part of of that uh that offense is the fact that the Blues currently have one two three four five six guys within five or so points of being point per game on the regular season uh obviously a couple of those guys have missed some games but right now you're looking at jordan Kyrie with 62 points vladimir tarasenko with 51 points robert thomas with 59 points and pavel buchnevich with 57 just like the goal conversation it's a little bit a little bit less names in the mix but any four any one of those four guys could seemingly come away with the leading scorer overall you know goals assist points the leading point getter the St. Louis Blue, for the St. Louis Blues this season. So in this third and final segment, Tommy, I'm going to pose the question to you, just like in the second segment, not who will get lead the Blues in goals, but who will lead the Blues in points in the next, you know, 20 or so games and have them, you know, come out on top at the end of this regular season. Assuming we'll both have some interesting opinions. I got some fun graphics to back up my pick at least. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Should be a lot of fun having that conversation. But first, I want to tell you guys, about our good friends over at Rock Auto. Now, with the ever-increasing number of parts and manufacturers, it's nearly impossible to get the auto parts you need at a cheap and affordable price. Plus, you have to endure pointless or seemingly even intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brands their warehouse happens to carry. When you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, you can save time and money when using Rock Auto. Plus, Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. We'll be right back 
to wrap this one up. All right, Tommy. So I, I ran off these names at the end of last segment, but I'm going to do it again just so we can be sure before we have this intensely heated debate. It might not even be a debate. We might be in agreement. I don't know your pick yet. Jordan Cairo has 62 points. Vladimir Tarasenko has 61 points. Robert Thomas has 59 points. And Pavel Buchnevich has 57 points. The St. Louis Blues have, let's call it 15 or so games. Who comes out on top of those four names? Could be any one of them. Just like the goal race. Really think it could be any one of them. I feel bad because I think we do have the same one. We're talking about how much, especially me, was talking about how much Vladimir Tarasenko has been hot this season and like pure goal scorer as much as you read about like the dude shot absolutely plays and he's looked like vintage Vladdy, like we love calling him, uh, all season long. And I think having that to his benefit will benefit him in the points race, obviously, right? But there's been a guy who, since the All-Star break, has been, I think, the most valuable player on the St. Louis Blues, and that is by far Robert Thomas. The dude's just playing absolutely out of his mind hockey. He learned how to score the puck. He's shooting pucks consistently when in scoring opportunities, making the correct play in almost every facet of the game. And I don't think there's any reason for it. For me to think, and for anyone else to think, that he's going to cool off anytime soon. He scored six goals in the month of March and doubled his goal total for the entire season. Uh, and obviously everyone already knows that he's his playmaking ability uh, is some of the best in the league. So I think when it comes down to it, he's going to get a lot of opportunities uh, to create assists by passing to Vladimir Tarasenko, one of the best shooters on the team. But because of the impact that Vladimir Tarasenko has on the ice, he's also going to get opportunities to score. And so for that reason, I'm going to take Robert Thomas as uh, my top point getter for the St. Louis Blues at the end of the season. You you hit the nail on the head. You, you stole my pick. Um, I'm only a little salty about it. No, but I think you described it perfectly. I didn't want to the go account first, of, for the record. <laughs> Robert Thomas has had an absolutely spectacular season playmaking-wise all year. And in a, in a minute or so, we're going to get into some more of those advanced stats that uh, we know and love so much um, because the numbers do back it up. He is one of the best playmakers in the entire NHL. So the assists have been coming all year long. He's got 44 assists in like 65 games, something like that. 59. 62 game. 59. Yeah, 59. Wow. 44 assists in 59 games. Um, But all of a sudden, he's turned into a goal scorer as well and has 15 goals to go along with those assists. And it's not like the assists slowed down once he started scoring goals. He just started getting even more points in like the second half of the regular season. And for that reason, I think, yeah, Robert Thomas has a really, really good chance of um, finishing the year number one in the point race for the St. Louis Blues. Now, I am going to show uh, a graphic here with some advanced stats that uh, back up those numbers. So we're going to spend a few minutes talking about this graphic. If you guys are listening uh, to us just uh, audio-wise on Spotify or whatever, and you have the chance, open up this video on YouTube, go to the 20-minute mark, and you'll be seeing this fun little graphic that we're about to throw up. But without further ado, let's take a look at these numbers. Now, I've explained this before. Uh, it's been a few episodes since we've done it. So this is, these are percentiles. The way percentiles work, if you're in the 99th percentile, if you're in a room with 100 hockey players, you'll be better than 98 of them at whatever statistic. If you're 100th percentile and you're in a room with 100 NHL players, you are the best. We're looking at Robert Thomas right now, Tommy, and I'm seeing a lot of 100s. I'm seeing a lot of 98s, a lot of 99s passing. 98th percentile in cross-slot passes, 100th percentile in behind-the-net passes. 
94th percentile on one-timer assists, 100th percentile for chance assists. You're looking into zone entries, 98th percentile for pass entries, 92nd percentile for pass exits, 99th percentile for possession exit rate, 98th percentile for cycling entries leading to scoring chances, 84th percentile for cycling assists. Robert Thomas is one of the best playmakers in the league. Like, this this graphic is so appealing to the eye. Anything jump out at you, Tommy, that I might have missed? Before uh, we no, I, I switch think it back to you faces. hit the nail on the head is the 100%, the 98%, the 9 Like, if, if there is a scenario on the ice where you're asking someone to pass the puck, 9 times out of 10, not even, 99 times out of 100, Robert Thomas is the player you want to have in that scenario is basically what that graph is telling me. I feel like we've been talking about Robert Thomas and his passing ability all season and all last season as well. Um, and he's been sort of stifled in his roles. He hasn't really had the freedom to play with guys like Vladimir Tarasenko consistently. And now all of a sudden, he's got to figure it out. You know, the numbers back it up. The assist numbers back it up. I'm not sure where he ranks in the NHL in, in assists per game, but I got to imagine he's near the top. I know he's missed some time, so... In assists, like compared to defense, I mean, he might not be up there as high as some of those incredibly high-scoring uh, playmakers in the league. But he's as young as he is, uh, and he's scoring as many goals as he is with those assists keeping up. You said it before. I said Pavel Buchnevich maybe have consistently been the best forward all season if you're taking you know, all 60-whatever games into account. If you're taking the last 20, 25 games into account, Robert Thomas might be the best player on the St. Louis Blues if you're looking at the last... 20 or so games now a lot of those games have been poor and they've been 20 or 25 of the worst games the blues have had all season but in this recent five game point streak robert thomas has been one of if not the best forward on the st louis blues it's legit he, you know he kind of took took Kairu's throne as the the young guy to be excited about but i'm not complaining and it's good to have like like let's say robert thomas didn't have like the first half of the season that he wanted, but Kairou did. And Kairou doesn't have the second half of the season that he wanted, but Robert Thomas did. So it's good to have that balance of at least at one time, like one of those guys is firing on all cylinders, you know? But I'm going to pull up this graphic again because I think uh, there's something interesting on it that I, I wanted to talk to you about, Josh. I'm going to uh, direct your attention to the rush play and rush assists. Out of every passing stat on here besides just regular entry- entries, Rush assists is at 78%. So when you're talking about the assists that Robert Thomas is getting and his skill behind the net passes, which is 100%, one-timer assists at 94%, chance assists at 100%. When he's on the rush and like odd man breaks and all that stuff, 78%. So and like the high danger chances where like it's his best opportunity to get his assist, I feel like that's where his assists are coming the least almost. So if he can bump those numbers up even higher, I mean, we could be looking at a, just an absurd level of playmaker in the NHL. That's true. That's true. And seeing there at the bottom, it says uh, numbers are expensive percentiles among 356 qualifying forwards. So you're not you're not looking at 100 forwards. You're looking at pretty much the entirety of the NHL. So when he's in the 100th percentile of chance assists behind the net passes, that means there might be one player in the NHL that stacks up to Robert Thomas when he's in the 98th percentile. Maybe there's three players in the NHL, four players that stack up. So he is in not just elite company, 
he is he is the company. He is the <laughs> only guy at the top at the top of the podium for a lot of these. I know I know they're advanced stats and they don't always tell the whole story. Blah 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 blah. But it's but not just tell more of the story for sure. They, exactly, exactly. You know, like if you're if you're sitting there watching the game behind a, a newspaper or whatever, you're not catching these things. But if you're and admittedly I haven't done this, if you're watching every single game, analyzing every single shift, Robert Thomas stands out on the eye test, and that's what those advanced stats point out is he's making these clutch passes they're not always leading to goals but he's making reads he's making passes that no other players in the nhl can make or are making this season and you know the numbers are there to back it up and now finally his statistics are there to back it up and yeah i think that's why he's going to come and he's going to lead the blues in scoring when the season is all said and done and be incredibly valuable in the playoffs as well i can't can't imagine trying to stop robert thomas jordan Cairo and the gang come playoff time yeah, because it feels like like the more that I think about it, I feel like when I think of Robert Thomas and like him coming into the new through the neutral zone and then just not getting touched by anyone because he skates like a gazelle, and then driving down his wing, hitting that little button hook, right, or like even maybe a little bit lower into the corner button hook, and then pass out of the corner through like three people out of like frame of the camera, and I'm like, who the hell are you passing? Oh my god, we scored. You know, or like just like behind behind he comes circling behind the net and then throws it to someone who like he looked at like five minutes ago and just like moved them in his mind to like think of like where they would be potentially. Yeah, but it's not the it's not the baby tap ins like two on O's with the goalies that happens statistically. It's those ones that come to mind when you think of his assist. And it reminds me of the the biggest praise of and again, hot take. I am about to compare Robert Thomas to Wayne Gretzky. In this one specific instance that we're discussing, Wayne Gretzky, his biggest asset is often described as he was able to view the games like six steps ahead. And that's what I get out of Robert Thomas when it comes to his passing. When when he'll throw a pass seemingly through like three bodies wearing the wrong colored sweater, and then all of a sudden, you know, Justin Falk is creeping in from the point and just so happens to be in the spot that the puck ended up. That is an elite ability to not just see, okay, I got this player doing this. It's reading the defense of the opponent, reading the, your teammates, where they're going to end up, where they're going to be, what moves you can do to draw guys a certain way. It really feels like Robert Thomas might be the best player on the St. Louis Blues when it comes to reading a few steps ahead in the offensive zone. And he makes life so much easier for his teammates and his line mates because of that. Because I'm sure there's been times when, I don't know, Vladimir Tarasenko has been cut into the net and all of a sudden, he sees a puck flying towards his stick. He's like, how the heck did this pass happen? I have a scoring chance now? No kidding. It must be great to play in a line with Robert Thomas right now. That's all I'm saying. Also, uh, Wayne Gretzky was a big behind-the-net guy. And the stats show that Robert Thomas is as well. So I'm not saying they're one and the same. but We got such a good clickbait title for today's episode <laughs> on YouTube. Wayne Gretzky equals Robert Thomas? Exclamation point, question mark. Oh my goodness emoji. I really do think like when it's all said and done and obviously he's young and obviously like this is one season where he's just kind of establishing his dominance. But like if he plays like this consistently for the course of an entire career and the Blues remain as successful as they've been with Jordan Cairo in the mix and all these young guys bold up coming up and being a bona fide sniper like, you know, all the stars align in the Blues favor like I could easily see robert thomas being one of the best offensive players that the blues have ever had quote it right there that's the actual that's the actual title of, of today's episode on youtube not uh not the wayne gretzky comparison but both are 
Both are correct. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how you probably listened to episode from last Tuesday and the mood was so different, but that just goes to show you in a league like the NHL how quickly things can change and how quickly momentum can change. And Like we said, the Blues got about 15 games left in the regular season. Um, perfect time to start snatching up some momentum, you know, the momentum of the first 30 games of the regular season. Take those for another 30 games. Oh, look, you're in the Western Conference Final. Who knows? Who knows? And you know what? The only where, where's the only place that they can they can find our reactions to that, Tommy? If, on the if Locked On Blues to. podcast, baby. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is all the time we have for y'all today. Like Tommy said, make sure you listen to us. If, I mean, you're listening to us now, so you got to know who we are. But make sure you're following or subscribing to the Locked On Blues podcast on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Or if you're watching us on YouTube and seeing those fun graphics. Make sure you subscribe to us there. Like I said, if you're not, you're missing out. We've been kind of moving into it a little bit more and more frequently. We'll throw some visual aids up there. We don't want to do it too much just because we know a lot of you guys still just listen to us. So but like I said, if you're if you're missing out the YouTube videos, you're missing out on a lot. We got some beautiful faces and we got some funny reactions. Sometimes I'll look at Tommy all funny when he says something dumb. Yeah, you don't get to see uh, my incredible mustache. No. No, no, you don't. You don't get to see my wonderful blues jerseys that are up there with a hanger and scotch tape. You're missing out on a or lot. Or my Funko Pop collection. Yeah, what are you doing? Subscribe to the Lockdown Blues YouTube channel. Statistics shows that like 30, 40% of you guys aren't subscribed when you're watching us on YouTube. Do it. We upload like all the time. Like all the time. You'll be watching an episode just as it comes out and boom, another one will be out by the time you're finished. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. But seriously, five episodes a week, pretty consistently, forever. So subscribe to us on YouTube or wherever else. Leave us a review if you're feeling so kind. Leave us a comment on YouTube. There's going to be a lot to discuss in the comment section of today's episode. Who will lead in goals? Who will lead in points? We'll be debating with you guys if you want to leave some comments and try to tell us why we're wrong or right. Make sure you're doing that. Follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at Lockdown Blues. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Follow Tommy on Twitter at TWelcher15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, let's go Blues.